Yo, this is the Wrestling Machine, Tyson Dukes, and you're listening to the Ed Fowler Podcast, also available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and if you're not listening to this podcast, maybe you should. Listening to the best wrestling podcast in the UK. This is the Edward Fowler Show. Welcome to the Edward Fowler Show here on Apple Podcasts and Spotify with my guest today from Ohio Valley Wrestling, Gilbert Kelsey. Said it a few weeks ago here. That he's a promise to get Jay Bradley on the show and did he ever. And Jay Bradley, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm doing all right. It's kind of a, a calm before the storm here. Uh, it's you know it's Sunday, uh, early evening. Uh, we got a big week ahead of us here in Louisville uh, and OVW, um, both with wrestling and promotions and uh, you know behind the scenes business. So. Uh, Get a little relaxation time in right now. So my my, my, my first question to you is, um, I see it on Twitter for the past few weeks, people, your fans want to see you back in Empire Wrestling. Why do your fans want to see you back in Empire Wrestling? It's like you've got, you've been there, you've got a ticket, you've got sunglasses, you've done it all there. Why do people want you back in Impact Wrestling? Uh... You know, it's an interesting question, uh, you know, that I've been, it's on my mind. I always appreciate, uh, you know, any sort of fan support that you, you get in this business because without fans, there really is no pro wrestling business. No one's buying tickets and no one's, you know, watching the matches or buying the merchandise. Um, and I think there's like some, some unfinished business there for me in Impact Wrestling. And I think right now is a very interesting time for them and the company. Um, you know, since Anthem purchased them a few years ago, a lot has changed. I think, uh, I think for a minute there, people might have been a little bit scared that, you know, what's happening now, team is going through another change. Um, but I think they've done a decent job of riding the ship and, and staying a course while also introducing some new talent and building some, uh, or building some new talent and then bringing in some established talent, like guys like Rhino, um, and a Brian Cage who's been around outside and found a lot of success for himself outside of Impact. He's finding success in Impact now. Um, but I think my time in Impact was just very, you know, tumultuous, and I don't think it had a lot to do with me. I think there was a lot of turmoil in the office and the booking process, um, a lot of power plays going on, and it affected the product. I think it affected a lot of people's mentality there. Um, you know, I thought I could see myself doing very well there back in 2013 through 2015, uh, and even into 16, it just, you know, again, there was so much going on behind the scenes and it's been well documented, you know, by the fans, you know, via social media and talked about by, you know, your wrestling journalists and, and websites. So and they'll watch a guy like me who, who's a, a legit true heavyweight, 
uh, and has been influenced by a lot of the dominant heavyweights from you know the All Japan era. Um, that I would fit well in with guys like Rhino yeah. or Brian Cage. Uh, and, and some of the other larger guys that they have coming into there as well as some of the smaller guys, uh, you know, in their junior heavyweights, if you want to call them that, or even guys like a Sammy Callahan, who obviously has been doing, you know, phenomenal stuff uh, on the indies and is one of the most talked about wrestlers, but not the biggest guy. And that's not, not a knock on Sammy, but I think there's something there. There's interest and it's intrigued to see what, what that matchup would look like if he got in there with Jay Bradley or what would Rhino and Jay Bradley look like as a match. Um, so I think that's where it comes from. I think, you know, people stepped back and kind of thought about it and was like, wow, there, there's some intrigue there match-wise. So, um you know, I'm, uh, I'm a technically, if you want to call it, a free agent. You know, um, I have an agreement with OVW that doesn't prohibit me from working anywhere else mm. or appearing on any sort of, you know, television program or content for another wrestling company. You know, uh, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens. And, um, you know, you made some interesting points there, you know, about uh, how you're now, you know, you can appear on any TV show you want to if you wanted to. And um, recently, OBW have now got a partnership again with Impact Wrestling. So, there's people rumouring out there, you know, your fans rumouring, that you could get put back on to Impact Wrestling. Um, you know, would that be good for you? Do you, want to, do, you, do you want to return to Impact again? Or or do you think you've been there, you've done it, you got a ticket, you got some merchandise, you got some sunglasses from them, you know, you've done what you need to do there and move on? Or do you want to go back and prove something to them? Uh, you know what, I, I kind of look at it as it's like a very, it, it's the same name, but it's a very different company than it yeah. was two, three years ago. So what almost appeared to be scorched earth at one point, if you want to call it that, after one regime, after another, and, and another... I, you know, I think it feels very much like a different company. It feels very much like a different than it was a few years ago. Um, so, no, A, as a professional, I'm not opposed to putting my talents and applying my trade to anyone that, you know, is willing to give me the platform. So I would definitely be interested in going back. That, that was talked about. Scott was actually very instrumental with sending me to Pro Wrestling Noah about a year and a half ago. Uh early 2018 um so they know who i am you know i'm thought well of um and yeah i think there's something there for me i think there's something there and also other companies like an mlw or you know an nwa that's resurgent or or even like a ring of honor uh or going back overseas i think you know a guy like me right now my style and what i bring to the table there isn't an abundance of um you know, nowadays, and it's not a knock, it's just the way the wrestling business has shifted over the course of time that, you know, 20 years ago, guys over six foot two and 250 pounds were everywhere. Now those guys, you know, like the, the, the legit heavyweights who are both athletic and uh, good wrestlers, they're, they're, they're few and far between now. And if you really think about it, like, I think that's why a guy like Rhino uh, has been so uh, prolific in extending his career and having a great career for himself is because he fits that mold, and there's not a lot of guys like him out there anymore. Um, so, no, I mean, I could see myself, like I said, at Impact. I could see myself in an MLW, NWA. Uh, it's just a matter of what's the best fit for me when it comes down to what is actual opportunity 
what matches are presented, and, and then, of course, the business end of things when it comes down to, you know, dollars and cents and, uh, you know, signatures on paper. Gotcha, gotcha, no problem. And uh, I like how you mentioned about bringing in the Major League Wrestling aspect. Not many people really mention MLW when I bring them on this show, so it's good to have somebody actually acknowledging that they exist, and same with the NWA as well. Not many people mention the NWA here on the O'Fara show, so again, you're the second person to mention the NWA on this very show. Of course, last Monday, I think it was now, Ryan, he mentioned the NWA as well. So, you know, some great, you know, there's a lot of TV now, there's a lot of companies, you know, big companies again on TV nowadays, like OVW, you know, making their mark in the TV world again. MLW, NWA coming back into TV now for the first time in many, in many years. Uh, do you do you, do you think uh, this is all uh, good competition, or do you think this may end badly for these companies? Well, no, I don't think it's going to end badly for for anybody. Um, the one thing I do see is we have a lot of wrestling content that's getting pushed to the wrestling fan. As far as you know, if you think about it, you know, uh, when you go down the list of you know Impact, you know Ring of Honor, MLW. Um, NWA shortly here um, AEW obviously is getting a lot of attention and rightfully so from like the money they're throwing around and getting on the TNT you know and of course you have WWE and that's just here and within the North America ter- you know territory or area the, the, the Japanese and the, and the Mexican companies as well have you know but a lot of the stuff here um it's very it's very similar uh, style of wrestling that you see from company to company, uh, even some of the same talent uh, from company to company. So uh, what I see going on is a lot of companies, essentially a lot of promotions, trying to cut themselves uh, a bigger piece of the wrestling fans' attention. Um, now, I, I know people as wrestling fans that watch anything they can get their hands on or get their eyes in front of their eyes because they're just huge fans. Now, is that everybody? Probably not, because people have jobs and families and, and, and everything else that you know entails in life. So uh, it's my concern, or what I find interesting, is what which one is going to break out of the pack um, and, and really get the, the, the large attention um, from the wrestling fan. And then number two, which I think is even more important, actually, is probably which ones of the pack is going to start bringing in new fans. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the people who has been, um, might not be a diehard wrestling fan now and involved in the internet and the social media aspect on it, um, but, you know, wrestling fans are typically 18 to 34-year-old males. Well, that's a, that's a large group of people, and people on that age, they've got friends, uh, you know, maybe they're having a family and children or they're starting that process in their life, like, which company are they going to watch with their kids or their significant other or bring to the matches and, and allow a product to grow outside of the current wrestling fan uh, marketplace, I guess. You know, and I think I think that's a big trick of it right now. I think probably these companies are asking them themselves that, and if they're not, maybe they should. Um, but I think that's going to be the interesting you know, story going forward is who's generating new fans, who's bringing in people that aren't necessarily watching WWE 
or or following a mega company like a New Japan that you know is, is creating new fans and bringing in new dollars because of that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd agree with you there. And uh, you know, it's all about bringing new fans and to make and to create more of a uh, what you call it, making it care more again, like it was back in the nineties as well. You know, bringing uh, bringing it back to popular again, as it was in the nineties. So it's all about trying to attract uh, the newer fans and get them involved and get them, uh, you know, interested in the product again. Uh, but back well, to you. Think, oh, go on. Well, so I'm sorry. I just I think another thing too with that same process we just talked about is, you know, in, in what you just said about the nineties really clicked something in my head. If you think about it, then. Uh, you know, we're closing in on 20, 25 years ago. Quite long time ago. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, and you had you had WWE, F, you had WCW, ECW, and then you had you know two or three major Japanese companies, two major Puerto Rico companies, and a couple major companies in Mexico, and then uh, even in Europe that all had television clearance or had some sort of television program, but what I'm saying, where I'm going with this is each one of those TV shows, although it was pro wrestling, it was very identifiable and each one was very different. The way the production was, the style of the matches, um, the approach to pro wrestling was slightly different. Um, and that's one thing I think I would like to see pro wrestling going forward with all these companies is is maybe widening or changing their approach to where each company feels maybe a little bit different than the other ones so it's 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 truly a different flavor as opposed to um you know a very similar space match or a very similar style match you're going to get something different from company to company yeah yeah absolutely and uh thank you for bringing that to our attention there about the 90s of course I didn't want to interrupt you there, so I just thought I'll let you do what you want to do because this is your show. But, but uh, as I was going to say um, before you made that comment, was that back to you about OVW. Uh, who 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 has been fun to work with uh, so far in OVW uh, since you know in in your tender there? And uh, is is there anybody you would love to uh, maybe work with who you've not had the chance to yet? Well. Uh... My time here in OVW is two is two part. Um, obviously, I'm wrestling in the ring, uh, but also uh, coaching and, and helping things behind the scenes with Al Snow and his team here. Um, so, it, my time is kind of split. I'm kind of like a little bit of a player coach, okay. um, and the one thing that I'm also really enjoying is just. You know, I've had a career that spanned over 20 years so far, and I've, you know, worked for Impact, uh, worked for WWE. Mm -hmm. uh, I've worked for, I've, you know, the multiple overseas tours for two or three different companies. Um, I had a New Japan dojo stay when they were in L.A. originally. So I have a very experienced, if you want to call it, background in different companies and working with different styles and whatnot. So passing that down if you want to call it that or teaching that to the next generation uh, of young talent and helping them trying to do something with it or uh, you know maybe succeed where I didn't or, or grow beyond the limits that I found or create opportunities for themselves is one thing that I'm really really enjoying and then also just uh, also the challenges of the business aspect of it 
the promoting and, and working within a television entity and everything else like that. Um, but there's, there's, I think, a very good core base of young talent here uh, at OVW. And I say young that, you know, they're all, a lot of them, I should say all of them, but a lot of them are, you know, they're, they're in their 20s and they're still only uh, a couple years into the pro wrestling business. So they're very young in their careers. Um, so watching them grow and, and, and see if they can maximize their potential or learn how to do that, um, you know, A, it will take time, but B, is very rewarding and a very cool process to be a part of. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And again, you know, uh, you, you can, as you mentioned, you've been in all the major companies, WWE Impact, and uh, a 20-year veteran now. I can call you a veteran now, really. Uh, you know, a vintage uh, veteran who, who is still able to uh, be a part of uh, wrestling today, which is great, and it's huge. Uh, but I mean, um, who, who, who's been your favorite opponent then to face so far? Uh, well, overall, you know what? It's, uh, it's a hard question. Like, I, I've, I've had the benefit of wrestling a, a lot of people, you know, that I guess fans are not aware of, whereas far going back, you know, wrestling someone like CM Punk and yeah. Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan, you know, early in my career, and then you see where they ended up uh, with their career, you know, mm. or even like a guy like Samoa Joe or uh, Matt Seidel and Evan Bourne, Colt Cabana, these kind of guys. You know, I've been in the ring with so many of them, and, and actually, you know, as odd as it sounds, like sometimes I forget, I forget about a match. I'm like, oh, yeah, I wrestled him before, and, and then it comes back to me. Um, but most recently, um, I really enjoyed a lot of the matches I had uh, in Pro Wrestling NOAA um, last year, particularly wrestling uh, Segura one-on-one, and Go Shiozaki one-on-one, um, and I got to wrestle Marafuji in a couple tag matches, and I'd love to face him one-on-one. I think it would be uh, a very dynamic match with the styles difference that we have, the size difference that we have. Um, you know, so we'll see if that happens in the future. I know Impact has a good relationship with Noah, so maybe that door is open still, you know, th- through... Uh, relationships and never know what the future brings and uh maybe we'll clash again yeah maybe or even of course with mlw they've got a great relationship with pro wrestling noah as well and uh, i must say as well free sports every single monday night on free sports new episode of mlw fusion i believe it's the last episode from um from new york before they head over to dallas after the TV tapings this past weekend, so uh, tune in tomorrow night at 10 p.m. UK time on Free Sports. But uh, back to yourself and about maybe going back to pro wrestling Noah in Japan. Uh, we we asked this question to uh, Ryan, but not about the Japanese audience, but we asked him about the Korean audience. But tell us about the differences between the Japanese audience to the American audience because they're very different, aren't they? You know, they're very quiet. They they just clap when they're impressed by the action, um, more than. Uh, yeah, you know, well, that's that's the main thing you'll notice too. I think, um, with without really understanding the language, um, you know, they they it's almost very like much like going to a baseball game here in America where. You know, it's not very, it's not a very loud crowd. Um, you know, typically here when you watch baseball, because you know you're, you're allowing the pitcher 
the courtesy of, of you know focusing his pitch and and then you react when there's a hit or a good play um, and it's similar in, in wrestling in Japan and then uh, you know they react to you know the bigger moments or, or the, you know they'll, they'll applaud for a good match that was you know, and it's not because it was a good match. It was like, you know, they're applauding the effort even if someone was defeated or they're uh, applauding that someone has finally, you know, overcome a rival or that it was just a hard-fought contest. Um, you know, beyond that, what I mean is by, like, with, with the language barrier, unless you really understand Japanese and their culture and uh, you speak the language, you might not necessarily understand their 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 overall approach to pro wrestling um but you know a guy who can take a lot of punishment and 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 still persevere is is believed to have like a lot of heart uh you know that he will that he will you know still be fighting up is not going to succumb and on the other side of that is you know the guy that's strong enough and powerful enough to dish out a lot of punishment as well as maybe take the punishment is also kind of revered and cheered on by his physical attributes or his size and his, his strength. So it, it's it is a little bit of a different re- approach and different things are appreciated. But it goes back to it's all it's all pro wrestling. Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know it's it, it's good to have different cultures and to learn as well. You know what 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 different uh, countries do when when uh, they, they, they enter the ring and, and how the crowd reacts to you and if they get you in different you know in, in different places outside of the USA uh, which is quite good as well now you've got an important uh, there's an important uh, car coming up on uh, this week this Wednesday uh, September the 11th I think it is uh, this coming Wednesday you've got some great legends coming to OVW Kevin Nash Wino uh, count as others. Uh, will you be there? I will be. It's uh, it's actually a huge event uh, in Louisville here, and in one of the bigger entertainment districts. They call it Fourth Street Live, which is kind of a um, it's actually huge for OVW and just not only for pro wrestling. Uh, like you mentioned, we'll have Kevin Nash here, Chavo Guerrero, Rhino. Um, OVE or uh, Sammy Callahan. Oh God! Um, and uh, I'm trying to think who else is there. Madison Rain, and then uh, it will be uh, myself and my partners and the LOB taking on King's Ransom and the Rock and Roll Express and an eight-man tag match. Um, but uh, not to make light of the, the the matches and the guests, but being a huge thing here. Uh, OVW is shifting over to live TV now in a prime time uh, weekday spot. So That's previously right. we had been we had been you know tape television and we would air Saturday morning and Saturday evenings here, um, which again are traditional pro wrestling spots. But the ratings have been garnering enough attention and rising enough that the television station WNBA uh, offered us. Uh, a primetime live spot. So going forward, um, a very cool thing for Ohio Valley Wrestling is that uh, we will be, I think, the only company outside of WWE and pro wrestling to have live TV on a weekly basis. Um, 
So it's kind of cool if you think about it, especially with all the else we have going on here. Um, you know, that's, that's just another aspect uh, of why things are, are really turning uh, with a positive momentum here. Yeah, yeah, and uh, as yeah, Gilbert uh, mentioned that on on the podcast on Friday. Again, the link to that is in the description below of this YouTube video. Uh, if you want to listen to that podcast with Gilbert, and he also says, well, I think he said in the podcast that it will air on Thursdays, every single Thursday night. I think it is in prime time on that uh, channel, and also on Saturdays as well. It's still air on Saturdays if you miss it on. Uh, the Thursday night time slots because apparently Wednesdays are now too busy in the world of wrestling because of AEW and NXT going. Out. Oh no no no! I'm sorry, you're you're, you're mistaken. We'll move to, uh, and uh, in October we will move to a Tuesday Tuesday night. Ah, Tuesday night. I knew I knew I knew it was either Thursday or Tuesday, and I knew I knew it was a T, but I, I thought it was Thursday. But thank you for correcting me there. <laughs> but yeah, Tuesday night. No problem. That's good. That's, that's even better. Than Tuesday night is not long to watch, and of course. You know, there's nothing else on Tuesdays now, is there? There's no more SmackDown on Tuesdays in October. And definitely Wednesday nights, there's too much wrestling <laughs> nowadays yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. And uh, of course, early today, as you mentioned before, you faced Samoa Joe as well. Early today, we saw I, I, I saw a tweet uh, where someone tagged you in uh, about you being defeated by Samoa Joe at Bound for Glory a few years ago. How did that feel being defeated, in, you know, being embarrassed? Uh, by everyone at the arena, by Samoa Joe at Bound for Glory. Well, I, I don't, I don't really call it being embarrassed because when it comes down to it, they all still paid to see me do what I do in a ring. So, uh, win or lose, I, I don't really ever get embarrassed. Um, but more so, that was a, a you know, a, a thought that was going through my mind, and I, I come across that old picture, mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, it just brought me back to that moment to where, I mean, I kind of mentioned earlier, like, uh, with being an impact before in 2013, uh, and then a little bit later on and off through the next couple of years to about 2016 or so, um, you know, kind of feels a little bit like unfinished business sometimes. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, is is like I was in the Bound for Glory series, but then like, it, I just kind of vanished. Like it seemed like there was a lot of, a lot of like again turmoil within the company of the direction of, you know what wrestlers were doing what and, and who was, you know steering the ship essentially. So I got to thinking about that that aspect after I viewed that. It's like you know here I am, you know in a bomb for glory series which obviously didn't go very well for me, um, but because of that that moment and and being involved in that that experience got me you know uh, a tour for great mood as wrestle one wow. and then because of that experience i you know i was able to you know work with impact on and off for the years that followed that and then get opportunities with the nwa and recently and and pro wrestling noah you know so my whole thought was is like yeah i lost the match and and, and things didn't go well for me in the bound for glory series but like I was able to redirect and and create other opportunities for myself to continue my career and continue learning and, and experience, you know, other aspects of pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, we'll come on to um, the other opportunities in a minute. We, we mentioned it before, but firstly, just tell my uh, listeners and viewers uh, where they can find you on social media because my YouTube viewers can see your social media uh, platforms right now 
But for our listeners who can't see that, where can they find you on social media? Uh, it's pretty easy. It's uh, obviously the, the at symbol or at appersand. Uh, J-A-Y-B-R-A-D-L-E-Y-P-W. So it's J Bradley followed by P-W. All one word, no spaces. And that's on... Twitter. That's on Twitter, that's on Instagram, and uh, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook is just J Bradley on Facebook. There's oh, no, sorry about that. Yeah, there's no PW <laughs> on that. There you go. I, I, you know, I'm, I, cause I, I, I done my research. So <laughs> I know, I know that. Um, but if we go, if, if we just come back into the wide view here, and uh, we're going to me as well, you can see me again. Um, let's talk about then. Will we see you in the NWA when they come on TV? In uh, I think it's in the next few weeks or so. Will Will you be a part of the TV taping? Is happening soon or? Uh, as of as of right now, I am not booked for the television taping. That's not to say it won't change or can't change. Um, you know, obviously, I was part of the Crockett Cup event uh, in the Wild Card Battle Royal, and I challenged Willie Mack for the North American title when he held that earlier this year. Uh, and I was even at the 70th anniversary event. Uh, which crowned the North American champion back almost a year ago last October in Nashville. Um, so, yeah, I definitely have ties to the NWA. I've been involved with it since Billy Corrigan uh, purchased the brand. Uh, Billy's an old friend of mine from Chicago, uh, and I've worked with him on and off throughout my career, probably the last 10 years in various ways. Um, I helped him you know, do some things behind the scenes and acquire the, the you know, if you want to call it the assets or the, the title belts that were all the official NWA championship belts um, and just do some groundwork for him uh, uh, as he was, you know, purchasing the brand and, and seeing what he got and what the direction he was going to take it. Um, but unfortunately, I, like I said, uh, I'm not currently booked. I think there's some politics at play there. And I don't know that they favor me, unfortunately. Okay. So, you know, if, if if they got a spot for me or they want me there, I would be glad to be a part of something as cool as that, uh, as, you know, the first TV taping for the NWA in how many years, I think would be, you know, something really awesome to experience. Um, I'm interested to see uh, how it's set up production-wise and how it's going to be formatted for a studio style uh, taping and where it's going to be viewed at, like what what uh, what outlets they're going to utilize. So yeah, it's something I would definitely love to be a part of. Um, unfortunately, right now I I still don't have a firm answer. So we could go either way. Is pro wrestling crazier things have happened? Uh, but if not, maybe something in the future or somewhere else in the future. Yeah, yeah. Well. I keep my fingers crossed for you to see what happens over the next few months and maybe when if you do get uh, called up to go back to the NWA maybe you can tell Billy Kogan of course he's uh, the owner of course he's, he's also uh, many people may not know who he is he's uh, also a musician as well as a singer as well so he's, he's a very busy man not just in wrestling but outside of wrestling as well but uh, if you do see him again tell him that he needs to get a UK deal here in the UK because uh, we want the NWA on TV here in the UK as well. You know, we had, because they had uh, Magnus, you know, uh, he didn't go by that name anymore, but I'm going to call him Magnus for this purpose. Um, 
you know, he was the world champion for the NWA, and uh, you know, it's quite hard to track him because there's no TV deal kind of thing, really on YouTube and stuff. But I mean, his four matches, you know, should be available over here on UK TV as well. So should be OVW. They should be on TV over here. So um, you, you need to speak to Al Snow and, uh, you know, get us a TV deal over here in the UK, you know, because a lot of people know about OVW over here and would love to see OVW on, on TV over here. Well, well, actually, actually, if uh, not to cut you off again, no, there's no. uh <laughs> Uh, they've actually developed something that's pretty cool here. They actually, and I think it's it's kind of been pushed aside and so much else has been going on. They have the an OVW network. Yeah. And I, I want to say it's like five bucks a month. And there's something like f over 500 hours of pro wrestling through OVW that's just growing, you know, by the week. All the television is up on it. It's all the Saturday night specials or, or uh, some of the other special events that they put on over the years. And that's one of the fun things that we're doing is we're in the process of just developing it more, like to put some more exclusive content on there or exclusive matches. Um, you know, so, uh, and again, I think Al and his team developed it with the international fan in mind that maybe can't get us you know get it get it on tv here because of you know the international restrictions or, or whatnot um but it's out there you know i know there's a free trial with it so if they want to uh they can give it a shot there we go give it give, give it a free trial and if you like it then stick with it and uh, support ovw ohio valley wrestling in louisville kentucky as well now Let's talk about your relationship with Al Snow then, okay? Because you, you, you don't just handle him like in the wing. You handle him behind the scenes as you said earlier on uh, in this podcast. And how is your relationship with Al Snow? And do you class him as one of your good friends now? Uh, Al's been a mentor of mine uh, for probably over 10 years now, well over 10 years. Um, I first met Al when I was in OVW uh when I was under a WWE contract and I got to work with him a lot uh, as he was my, one of the, like the head coach here for about a year. Um, and then, you know, they moved us on to, you know, Florida and, uh, you know, my time with the company w was, was cut shortly after that. Um, but Al and I had always stayed in touch due to the fact that I think we have a lot of similar interests with uh you know working out or comic books uh movies that sort of a thing um and then he was uh the person that uh gave me the gut check opportunity to get into impact wrestling initially um so obviously with that i came back to ovw to work out uh, and train here uh when i was with impact full time and got to work with them in that capacity again um and since then he's just he's just always been you know a very mentor role to me where i've taken ideas or concerns or questions to relating to pro wrestling um and brought it to him and kind of bounced ideas off of him or got his opinion and feedback just because uh he, he's been around in the pro wrestling business almost longer than i've been alive and has seen so much as far as you know, working in the office at Impact, as an agent with Impact, as a talent with WWE, and as a coach with WWE, uh, you know, the, the 
the syndicate schools he set up for himself through Europe that you know teach his ways or his philosophy towards the business. Um, you know, and even how he, he you know going back to how he started in pro wrestling with uh, he has seen the business change or you know shift and and whatnot um, in an, an amazing ways you know through his career and and with that you know been able to influence a lot of talent which i think is something very cool so um that's one thing i'm, I'm excited here for again is just to be able to work with him and allow this to grow through getting new talent uh to grow because it's uh, it's a very you know use the word synergistic process to where if you know you start creating new talent or developing new talent then you know the platform that they use will grow as well and that platform right now is ovw yeah yeah and uh so it's gonna be quite interesting uh see him grow the company even bigger and better he's gonna start be doing that from of course october on tuesday night so we look forward to seeing what he does uh from that and hopefully turn it into you know, a number three maybe company, maybe even maybe even into a number two company in years and years to come. Um, but let's talk about you, and let's talk about uh, what can we expect uh, from you, Jay, over the next uh, few months in OVW or even anywhere, basically, because you are a free agent. Well, um, you know, OVW is currently the home base. I I live in Louisville itself, um, so I'll stay active there. You know, as as a both a coach within the trade school and uh, and and as talent in the ring on the OVW events and television show. I'm currently a tag team champion. How long that'll last, you never know. It's pro wrestling. Um, and with that being pro wrestling, you really never know where I'm going to wind up. Like I said, uh, we've just you know a lot of impact on on here and i have had some you know talks with their management over the last few months you know i've also talked to the guys at the nwa with billy corrigan over the last few months with with business ideas same thing with mlw and ring of honor and uh you know i've kept good touch and on good terms with the guys over at pro wrestling noah and i have friends over you know in all japan and other places so um where I wind up, I think, is 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 the big question, and all I can say is, you know, kind of wait and see, because that's what my, my thought process is, is, you know, uh, I think I bring a lot to the table experience-wise and as a talent, um, skill and ability-wise, so it's just a matter of, you know, where does that piece fit a good puzzle? You know, I don't want to get jammed in someplace or shoehorned in where there's not really a spot for you at the time and get pushed on the wayside. I think that's kind of what happened with impact with me initially. Um, you know, uh, you know, I'll go somewhere where it's a good fit, uh, professionally and, and as a wrestler and hopefully flourish and, uh, you know, keep my career going. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, we look forward to it. And again, you can follow him on social media where you can keep up with all the latest news regarding, where he may be heading next, with of course, with what he does in OVW as well. Now, is there anybody um, who you want to, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, face next, really, you know, in either, you know, Impact or even in OVW, since they're both working together now? Um, you know what, I think that's kind of a, a, 
a very broad question, but there is some, you know, I, I would like to get one-on-one -on -one with Rhino, which is a match mm -hmm. that hasn't happened ever, which I think would be fun. Um, I actually think there would be, uh, you know, from a, a story standpoint, as well as, as a physical matchup, I think me and Brian Cage would be a lot of fun. Well, seeing just where he's gone with his career and the level he's on, but then if you want to go back and, and look at the story from 2013, how we were a gut check match against each other, and I really honestly thought they should have hired us both from the reaction the fans got with that match it was very close and it was very split from what i understand you know when he went on and and did lucha underground mm -hmm. and went to mexico and then obviously now he's in impact and you see he's flourished you know yeah. there's a cool story there you know i think that would be a hell of a match um you know, outside of Impact, you know, I, I would like to uh, get in there. Maybe if it's an MLW or it's a Pro Wrestling Noah, I'd like to do something with Hammerstone, uh, which yeah, I think would be, a, yeah, which I think would be another really interesting match. Is you know, two heavyweights but two slightly different styles of wrestling that are very good at what they do. I think would present some intrigue to the fans. Um, so that's probably what I would say would be like my top three right now. Um, you know, we'll see who wants to put those matches on cards or who wants to make it happen, if anybody. Uh, let's hope there is, because I think there's been some pretty strong reactions to when I've chatted with fans about it or, you know, commented on Twitter about it when people have brought things up and, and you know, people have really had some strong words as far as wanting to see those matches with myself. So, again, it's pro wrestling. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. you got to keep your eyes peeled. But I'm hoping OBW or Impact make their matches happen. You know, you've got to make it happen. Realistically, make it happen. Think about not just the money you make, the attendance of the fans as well, and the energy and the chemistry between the wrestlers as well. You know, for example, why now? I would never think. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Like I said, like I said it's, it's well... There's promoters out there, independent or major promoters like a uh, you know Impact or or an MLW. So I think it's just a matter of uh, are, are they listening to their fans or do they think they can generate fan interest, which will obviously translate into views and hopefully dollars and cents because it is a business when it gets down to it. Absolutely, it is. Absolutely, it is. And uh, you know, it's been a, a pleasure having you on the show, uh, Jay Bradley. Did you know we, we we spoke for 46 minutes already? It doesn't feel like that, does it, really? Uh, it felt like more like 20 minutes, to be honest with you. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, but, I mean, who, you know, because you, you've been an expert in loads of different companies, and uh, who would you suggest me to contact next to come on this show? Oh man, that's a that's a hard question for me to answer. <laughs> it really to is. To follow you, to follow you after this show. Oh wow! Pressing the one button as well. <laughs> no, it's just like it's it's just you know there's just so many. I'm looking at it as such a broad question. Yeah. Because um, you were in so many different companies. You know, you mentioned uh, Japan. You mentioned yeah, uh, many American companies as well. Who you're the honor to be uh, working in. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do a dark horse here that maybe uh, a guy here at OVW who I think is a really really solid talent 
and I'd be my solid as like no matter what sort of match he's in or yeah. what sort of storyline he's in, you know, he, he really does a good job with it and I think he's I find him very entertaining and, and talented as a Shiloh Jones. Okay. Okay. So I you know it's it's someone that people might not know about. Yeah, uh, good. But he's been and he's been in OVW on and off for a number of years. Um, you know, he, he's he's like uh, very very, and I, I don't mean to make it sound downplay, but he's like he's just he's very proficient at, at so many things in pro wrestling, and like I said, so many uh, so many roles I've seen him evolve in and out of, and so many different style of matches, whether it's it's a comedy match or if it's a serious match or. Uh, uh, or tag match, or, or or whatnot. You know, he seems to do very well in all of them, and and just give consistently good uh, matches. Um, and I think he's a guy who doesn't probably get enough love from the fans, just simply that you know he's kind of not on their radar. And I think if people watch the him, they'll be entertained. Mm, I like it, and you know, as you say as well about uh, he may not be very well known. Exactly that, and this is a platform to hopefully to give him some exposure as well, and to uh, hopefully give him some more um, what's the word, uh, some new fans look at his work as well, you know. And that's a good, yep. good um, what's the word I'm looking for, suggested to bring on the show. I'm definitely going to contact him uh, here uh, in a few days, so uh, we're going to bring him on the show. Hopefully, if he uh, accepts to come on the show, I'll get. Uh, OVW Media Relations to get a hold of him to get me uh, in contact with him. Since we've got a great relationship with OVW as well with MLW, of course, our two major homes. And maybe, and again, Impact Wrestling. We've contacted Impact Wrestling. We've contacted All Elite Wrestling. Got no response from them both yet. So, ahem, have I got your attention yet? If not, you need to do business with me. Believe me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I wish you uh, luck uh, for Wednesday night, um, of course, it's going to be a great event, you know, and uh, hopefully you win your eight-man tag match uh, in uh, on Wednesday night. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Just stay on the phone for a minute, I want to discuss something else with you. Uh, if you are, by the way, if you are a first-time uh, viewer here on the Father Show, so thank you for tuning in on our official YouTube channel, or if you listen to the whole thing on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, thank you so much. But if you want to see the video format of this, go to youtube.com forward slash Edward Fowler to see myself and Jay Bradley in the flesh, in the flesh, as they say. And uh, as well, in the coming episodes, you will see that Twitter thing on the show more often because we want your opinions, we want your tweets on the screen as you send them in. So if you want to send a tweet to us, feel free to use a hashtag, The Father Show, live on YouTube.com every time we do a live podcast. Um, so what we're going to do right now here is um, the next episode will drop on tomorrow, which is Monday, which will be Tyson Ducks. Canadian's own Tyson Ducks comes out tomorrow on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at 6 p.m. 6 a.m. Uh, Eastern, uh, 11 a.m. UK time. So look out for that one tomorrow on Apple and Spotify only on Theo Father's show. Jay Bradley, it's been a pleasure again having you on the show. Until the next episode drops, enjoy the West on morning, night, evening. Of course.